Well Within Reach is brought to you by Riverside MyChart, your simple, secure, and confidential online health connection. With just a click, Riverside MyChart lets you stay well connected to the same information your doctor sees. You can request prescription refills, pay your bills, schedule your next appointment, and more. Manage your care from your laptop, tablet, or phone. Whether for yourself, your kids, or the grandparents, MyChart makes your busy life just a little easier. Learn more and enroll today at RiversideMyChart.org. Just another way to stay well connected from Riverside Healthcare. Riverside Healthcare puts the health and wellness information you need well within reach. And this is the Well Within Reach podcast. I'm Carl Moronich, and joining us today is Mandy Trolley. Mandy is a nurse practitioner with the Riverside Medical Group, working out of the Moments office. And Mandy, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. And today we're going to talk about asthma and allergies, because as I'm told, we are in the allergy season. I am fortunate not to be an allergy sufferer, but I know some, and I've seen them with teary eyes and things these days. So tell us a little bit about what what happens in allergy season. Well, people have many different um, responses to environmental things out there. And um, during allergy season, they tend to flare up, which can trigger many symptoms that affect everyday living. Um, so, you know, allergies, you know, is, it's a response, like an immune response to, or an oversensitivity to different things. So it can either be environmental, um, such as like pollen, dust, mold, pet dander. They can even have allergies to certain foods that can trigger it. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, allergies and asthma kind of go um, hand in hand. So if you have asthma and your allergies are not controlled, it can trigger severe asthma attacks mm. as well. So, and then when asthma attacks are, you know, asthma involves the um, inflammation of the lungs and when it flares up, it constricts the muscles around the lungs, around your airways, resulting in uh, wheezing, uh, coughing, shortness of breath. The tongue, the bronchial tubes um, tighten and airflow is reduced to the lungs. So, you know, when allergens are, you know, provoked and, um, they can actually trigger most asthma attacks. However, they don't necessarily have to have yeah. allergens to have asthma. Yeah. Is there an age when um, allergies might develop uh, or, or they can they really come at any time? Um, they really can come at any time. Even though you don't have allergies when you're young, you know, you can get them as you get older. Yeah. So. Can it work the opposite way? Can you have them when you're young and then lose them as you get older? Yeah, you, and happen? actually they can change. You could be allergic to, say, pets when you're younger, but then when you get older, you're actually allergic to mold and grass. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. things can change. Yeah. I don't necessarily know, like in this area, a lot of people are allergic to so many things. It's really hard to say, like, anybody really ever outgrows some kind of allergen 100% once they have it. Yeah. And uh, what are the treatments like for seasonal allergy specifically? So for seasonal allergy, um, people can, usually we can, you know, snip it in the bud with, you know, uh, antihistamines or decongestants over the counter. Mm -hmm. So I like Zyrtec, Allegra, Claritin, Zizol, um, you know, Benadryl, stuff like that. If it's a flower allergy, you could nip the bud as well as nip it in the bud, right? <laughs> Correct. That would, that would be another way to go. Uh, can, can allergies, can they just go away? And you kind of talked about outgrowing them. But in, in, in adulthood, if you have an allergy, can it come and go? Is that something it, that can happen? Yes, it's usually based on seasons So and what you're allergic to. So the common, you know, for there are... Um, different seasons that you can be allergic to. So like summer, it's mostly like grass. Uh, spring, people are allergic to like tree pollen. You know, fall, it's more like weeds. Um, you know, winter, it, it's 
usually winter is more like a cold reaction. So, you know, it can be more dust mites, pet dander, stuff that's you're found more in the house when yeah. you're in the, locked up in the winter. Yeah. Um, I tried to convince my mom I was allergic to the grass because my shoes always turned green when I mowed the yard, but she wasn't buying it. I still I still had to mow the yard, so I wasn't able to get out of it from that. Um, folks that, that uh, have allergies, oftentimes, if, if, particularly if, they have, if they're just developing for the first time, they'll probably go to their primary care provider and say, hey, I'm not feeling well. And is that is that the normal course it would take? And a primary care is probably a great place to start with uh, if you're having allergy-like symptoms. Correct. Yes, they um, can start it you know, with the primary care, they come in, they tell their, you know, their initial symptoms and primary care can help them decide um, what the initial diagnosis is, rule out other possible diagnoses to make sure that they get them on the right track. Then primary can, you know, suggest, you know, over-the-counter meds, you know, kind of monitor it, have them come back, make sure that the meds are working to truly know that it is allergies that we're dealing with and not something more severe. Um, primary care can also, you know, initiate like, you um, certain testing, you know, get them to this correct, you know, the correct uh, specialist, you know, there's allergist and mm-hmm. um, they uh, can test for it. They do skin tests to check for all sorts of, you know, pet dander, trees, plants, all sorts of stuff they can check for. And food allergies as well. would, would mm-hmm. enter into that as well. Um, and uh, an action plan, in with asthma specifically, I'm thinking about, um, if someone is has asthma and perhaps they haven't had an allergy, they don't know that they're allergic yet and they develop, I'm going to guess they they should probably be more heightened and alert if they start feeling the symptoms if they're asthmatic that it could be allergy also. Does that make any sense? Yes, I mean like I said before, um, you know, if they have an allergen, it can trigger asthma you know, pretty common and I see that a lot in the office Um, and once I get them on a good allergy regimen, they're, they're so less using that um, rescue inhaler, you know, it's better controlled. I have patients that come in and be like, you know, only fill in the rescue inhaler once a year because it's way more controlled that they're not even needing to be, you know, on rescue or preventative, you know, asthma medicine like Advair or Simbacort. Yeah. Exercise. Um, That's, you know, we want to be overall healthy as we can be. Exercise is a part of that, but I'm guessing this could make exercise a little more difficult. Do you talk to your patients about that? What's the best way to exercise if you're having these issues? Well, we do discuss that, you know, and, you know, uh, a lot of it has to do with kids. um, You know, I see a lot sports, you know, Mm -hmm. exercise induced asthma. So we make sure that they know how to use their rescue inhaler, that they're carrying that rescue inhaler, you know, pacing activities, making sure that they're allowing to rest and definitely taking, if it is related to allergens, that they're taking the right medications to prevent that. Yeah. Let's go over again the symptoms. And so if if someone's, um, you know, they they don't have a history of asthma, but they're starting to have some kind of odd symptoms. What, What are the symptoms they should look for that would tell them, yeah, they should get into their primary care and be be looked at for allergies? So if they're complaining of any shortness of breath, wheezing, chest tightness, um, constant fatigue with exercise, you know, that is kind of the common symptoms of asthma. So we usually will, you know, start with that. We can order testing such as a PFT, which is a pulmonary function test, and um, determine if they do have you know, restrictive airway disease, we can start them on, you know, the right medications, you know, get them, you know, where they have a rescue inhaler, um, get them a home peak flow so they can make sure that their lung capacity is doing well at home, as well as we do check that in the office too. Um, And then if it is, you know, depending on the severity of it, sometimes they need to be on um, like a Advair or Simbacort 
that type of medication to kind of keep it at bay. Yeah. So if someone wanted to, to come to your office, what's the best way for them to make an appointment? Um, they can either call, if they're already a Riverside uh, um, patient, they can call or they can log on to their MyChart if they're mm. already established. There is a phone number. If they don't have a provider in general, they can always call the um, 855-404-DOCS and that will help them list all the Riverside employee or Riverside providers. Yeah. Anything we didn't cover that you want to mention, Mandy? Allergies and asthma are treatable, but the first step is to make sure that you properly diagnose them. So if you're experiencing any of those symptoms, you should definitely reach out to your PCP so they can get you the right care. Yeah, primary care provider, PCP. Mandy Trolley, we appreciate you being with us on the Well Within Reach podcast today. Thank you for having me.